real diseases. Now, it goes in for shops of character and variable charm, such as Jack and Danny's fancy dress hire, Bath sewing machine service, Yummy House, Bath Aqua Theatre of Glass, and Happy Days, Bath's premium Hemporium. The first police car powers up the street, blues and twos going. By now, some local people in nightclothes are grouped around the body. Two officers fling open their car doors and dash over to their shot colleague as more cars arrive from the other direction. The ambulance snakes through and the paramedics take over, but anyone can see Harry Tasker is beyond help. His personal radio, attached to his tunic, eerily emits someone else's voice relaying information about his shooting. A real voice cuts in. Let's have some order here. For a start, will somebody stop that fucking alarm? Ken Lockton is the senior man at the scene and must direct the operation. Senior is a contradiction in terms. Inspector Lockton is not yet thirty, came quickly through the ranks and passed his promotion exam at the end of last year. He wouldn't be the first choice to deal with a major incident, or the second, or even the tenth, but he's the man on duty. As the uniformed inspector lowest in the pecking order, he gets more night shifts than anyone else. He knew Harry Tasker well, and is shocked by the killing, yet can't let that affect his handling of the incident. Lockton knows he must suppress all emotion, lead by example, and set the right procedures in motion. Inside him, every pulse is throbbing, and not just because another policeman has been shot. His strapped brown eyes are wide, eager. He doesn't mind anyone knowing he's a career man, a high flyer aiming for executive rank. This is a thumping great chance for glory, the best chance anyone has had to bag the sniper, and he hasn't got long. As soon as headquarters get their act together, they'll send some hotshot detective to take over. The men available to Lockton aren't exactly the A-team. Like him, they happen to be on the night shift, almost at the end of it, ready for sleep, stumbling bleary-eyed out of patrol cars and minibuses, uncertain what their duties will be. He must make effective use of them. He gets one success. The jangling alarm is silenced. He grabs a loudhailer and begins issuing orders. No one must be in any doubt who is in charge. The first imperative is to seal the crime scene. A stretch of the street for about a hundred yards is closed to traffic by police cars parked laterally at either end. Cones and police tape reinforce the cordon. While this is being done, Lockton assesses the location. If the sniper is still in the area, the local geography will hamper him. Behind the row of small shops on the side where P.C. Tasker lies is the river, deep and steeply banked. Not much chance of escape there. On the other side of Walcott Street is a twenty-foot-high retaining wall. Above it, on massive foundations, are the backs of bladed buildings and the paragon. Grand terraces from the mid-eighteenth century sighted at the top of a steep escarpment. The armed response team arrives by van. They were sent automatically when the seriousness of the alert was known, and they're here in their black body armour and bearing their Heckler and Koch G-36 sub-carbines. Ken Lockton 
glowing with importance, tells the senior man he wants stop points on all conceivable escape routes from the sectioned-off area. He also has work for his sleep-deprived army of unarmed men and women. Residents, disturbed by the noise and coming to their front doors, will find officers standing guard. They will be told to lock up and stay inside. Another group is sent to make a search of Beehive Yard on the riverside. Do not cross tape is used to enclose the area around the body. Later, a crime scene tent will be erected. The police surgeon is already examining the body, a necessary formality. He's a local GP. The forensic pathologist will follow. The 999 call originated from a flat above a charity shop, and Lockton goes in with a female officer to question the informant, a first-year undergraduate. Ponytail, glasses...